0: Hello, and happy Sunday. We're here. We made it. The glorious day of the Lord. Sunday. I mean, I'm not really religious, so I'm not entirely sure how accurate that is, but happy Sunday. I am up bright and early, usually up at around 6 a.m. every morning, um, to, you know, process and think about things and just... Overall, have fun with things. Um, but today, I want to talk about a conversation that I had with a lovely officer friend of mine in San Francisco. We were talking about recycling. Some of you know what that means. Some of you do not. I will... Let you know what the definition of the the urban dictionary definition of recycling would mean, at least to a millennial. And it means basically seeing the same person that you've been intimate with in the past. Usually, you know, after a certain period of time, you just kind of, you recycle them. You repurpose them. And you have more of a thought process of, Let's see if this will work and let's try again. (laughs) In my case, you know, I was more so uh, thinking, hey, you know, we've seen each other, been back and forth this long. Why not try a legitimate relationship? You know, we're both adults. We clearly both want that because he had told me, you know, earlier that, you know, relationship and dating is what he wanted. He's like, we're getting too old. And I told him, I said, we are getting too old to still be having sneaky links and just fuck buddies. It's just so boring. At least, you know, for me, I can't speak for anybody else my age or anybody in my age group. A lot of my friends are getting married and having kids. So I would imagine that a lot of them are indeed over the hookup culture. But, you know, we talked about the prospect of recycling and going back to relationships that you know don't work. And a lot of us are guilty of this, myself included. I always include myself in these because a lot of the times I'm going through the shit that I'm talking about, actively working through it as I'm talking some of you that may be going through it through it. But going back to relationships that don't work that you know don't work for whatever reason we've talked about this before you know going after women or men that do not align with the things that you want in this life so that could be the hearts and flowers that could be the relationship that could be any number of things right but going back to relationships that don't work for you are not serving a path of growth for a lot of us. Sometimes it is, right? The second time we go back and we're just like, okay, maybe I could have made a different choice here. Maybe I could have reacted in a different way and it would have resulted in a different outcome. I usually let those slide because it's just like, okay, maybe the first time there wasn't enough time and you want to see how it goes again. I feel like there's always gray areas and loopholes within these, you know, I these thought processes for me and you know the second time that you go back to somebody and you just you know you have some kind of logical reason or explanation for yourself um, I think that that's fine but if you're finding yourself going back you know two three four times to the same person and you're discovering that it doesn't work and this could be for any number of reasons this could be for any number of reasons, right? It could be because they are not ready for a relationship. It could be because um, they're, I don't know, I feel like it's usually the, the main excuse is I'm not ready for a relationship. You know, I don't know where I'm at in, in life and I'm still trying to figure things out and I don't want anything serious. And I got to thinking to myself, you know, about this too. If they're not serious or if they're not ready for a relationship, right? Let's just say in this theoretical example, you want a relationship. Not everybody does, but let's just say you want a relationship and you're seeing a person and they're telling you that they're not ready for a relationship, right? For whatever reason, think of any generic excuse, we'll just go with they feel not ready. They're just not ready to embark on a relationship. Okay, fine. They're telling you, listen, um, person A, I am not ready for a relationship. And person A is just, okay, person A is understanding. Person A is like, okay, I've been there, I understand, it's fine. You know, I, I would like to keep seeing you. And person B is just like, well, yeah, you know, I don't know if I really have enough time, but if you want to come over and hang out, or if you want me to come over and hang out, like that's something that I can do. And... I always say this because I really do believe it. When you have sex with someone, it doesn't matter how emotionless our generation tries to make it. It doesn't matter how emotionless you try to make it. There's always going to be feelings that kind of get mixed up in the bunch. And that's not without saying, I'm not saying that that's some like, you know, disease that you can't shake. It's just, it, It's natural. You know, you get to know somebody's body, they get to know yours, and eventually somebody catches feelings. Sometimes both, sometimes just one. You know, there's there's levels to it. But it's always going to happen, no matter how emotionless we try to make it. Like, don't look me in the eyes when we have sex. Don't kiss me on the mouth. Don't walk me to my car. Don't do this because, you know, I'm not ready for a relationship. You have to respect that when somebody says they're not ready for a relationship. But you also have to respect your boundaries and what you want out of life and a partner. So if person B is telling you that they don't want a relationship and they don't want anything serious, right? But you do. And you embark on this foolhardy journey to sleep with them until they are able to catch feelings. Um. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. All you're going to end up doing is catching stronger feelings and then being stuck with the proverbial dick in your hand, right? Um, And not really knowing where else to go from there. It happens time and time again, you know? So when it comes to these relationships or these people that you are, you know, embarking on journeys with, I'll call them journeys, Um, and they tell you, Hey, you know what? I'm not ready for a relationship or maybe they're a little bit more blunt. I don't want a relationship with you, which in that case is even better, right? Because it gives you a chance to, you know, reassess things because if they still want to sleep with you, but they're telling you, I don't want a relationship with you, then it's up to, it's your body. You know, you can decide if that's something that you want to give to somebody that doesn't want a relationship with you. You know, you can break it apart. You can dissect it like what is a relationship? You know, it's somebody that wants to spend some time with you long term. It's somebody that wants to uh, love and protect you, so to speak. I mean, everybody sees relationships differently. But at the base level, it's somebody that wants to spend time with you and get to know you. And, you know, I don't know, meet family if you have it, right? Um, But you have to respect yourself. Right? Respect yourself and your needs. So if you're if you're the type that wants a relationship, right? If you're the type that wants a relationship, don't embark on a journey with somebody that doesn't want a relationship with you in hopes that it'll change. You voiced your opinion, right? You tell them like, Hey, I like you, I want a relationship with you. And they're just like, eh, but I don't want a relationship with my girl, right? then you can take that information. You take that information and you decide where you want to go with it. You can go left, right? In this case, we'll say left is the uh, journey of being intimate with them even though they voice that they don't like you in that way, right? Or you can go right, which in this case would be letting them know like, okay, like good day. You know, I, our, our desires don't align. Um, so, you know, I wish you the best of luck. And then you go and you find um, a relationship or an experience that fits with what you want. Because at the end of the day, right, your time is valuable. Their time is valuable. Find something that is going to be worth your time. Okay, and I'm going to kind of jump on the other side of the spectrum with people that don't want a relationship and are fucking with people that know they want a relationship, right? If you're on the other side of the spectrum and you are messing with somebody that has voiced that they want a relationship with you and you have in turn voiced that you don't want a relationship with them, again, you're getting yourself mixed up in a very interesting cycle, right? Because you're in a position and this isn't this person's responsibility, right? We all have to take responsibility for our own emotions. But if you are embarking on that journey, you are more or less putting yourself in a difficult emotional situation because that person might get upset with you down the line and it's up to you if that's something that you want to deal with and you're very easy or you're very good at you know redirecting or cutting off that's great um but setting your boundaries and realizing what you want and I think that that's really really important because my my friend in uh, San Francisco told me or asked me he was like what do you want and he did kind of call me out. He told me. He was just like, it doesn't really seem like you're not very convincing in your decision here and what you want to do. It doesn't seem like you're very firm. And he was right. He was right. He wasn't wrong. Um, but you have to discover, and this takes inner work, you have to discover what it is you want in this moment. And it it's fluid, it changes based on how your emotional state is, you know, currently. So you have to sit with yourself and decide what you want and what you want with another person, right? So if there's a person in your life and, you know, they're telling you, they they feel sure and they're telling you like, hey, I want a relationship with you. I like you. I want to, I want to, kind of go down the rabbit hole and you know see where that takes us and you're just like mm, I don't want a relationship with you right sometimes it's people feel very sure right they're just like nope mm-mm, nope mm-mm, mm-mm. no I don't know don't want that and other people are just like man like I don't want a relationship with this person but I want to spend time with them like all the time and I find myself looking for reasons and all this other extra shit to spend time with this person. But I don't, I'm not ready for a relationship. You could be in that gray area, right? I'm, it happens. In this world of happenings, it's always happened, okay? Our experiences typically aren't very 1st tiny in this world. Everybody's experienced some level of it. It's unique to the person, but the feeling is very common. Our feelings are very common, so if you're in that gray area where you're just like, hey, you know, I'm not sure what I want with this person. All I know is that I want to spend time with this person, maybe in small doses, maybe to see how it, how it works or whatever, right? Um, but see, it's not up to the other person to help you figure that out. That's up to you. That's a journey that you have to take within yourself to discover what is it do I want from a partner? or more specifically what is it do i, do I want from uh, what is it that i want from a person from this person that's standing in front of me that's giving me the option to either pass or go so when it comes to the idea of recycling partners i'm circling back to that when it comes to the idea of recycling partners it's really, really important to stop and think about what it is you're doing with your life and your emotional state. Because when you give yourself to somebody that, you know, is more or less not aligning with what you want, it starts to become, I don't want to say a waste because nothing is a waste, everything is an experience, but it starts to become very unfulfilling and you start to feel you start to have these negative feelings that well up, right? Like what am I doing? I you know, I'm drinking from this glass but I'm still thirsty. And you don't want to get to the point where you're fraternizing with an individual and it's not satisfying. You know, it kind of ruins the experience for yourself. So It's important to really sit with yourself and decide what is it that I'm looking for here? What is it that I want from a partner or a person that is unique to myself? And start looking for that in a person and start cutting out what doesn't align with you. Because there's, a, you know, speaking from a woman's perspective, it is very difficult to be friends with somebody that you were once intimate with. It is very difficult, if not impossible, because men have a very different um, thought process. And I'm going to see if I can get, you know, a male's perspective on this on the show because I would love to know. And I'll, you know, I'll put a poll up. Can you be friends with somebody that you once had prolonged intimate contact with? You know, it's difficult because usually it's it could be the man, it could be the woman, you know. Um, but it's difficult because one or the other person will always default to when I'm lonely, I'm going to go to that person, recycle. I'm going to recycle that person and sleep with them if I'm feeling lonely, if I'm feeling empty, if I'm feeling like I'm lacking in some way. Basically being on a lower vibrational pattern, right? And I figured that out yesterday, you know, with, I one of the individuals that I recycle with, you know, I'm only with that person, I'm only with that person when I'm feeling low, vibrationally, when I'm feeling empty, when I'm feeling lonely, when I'm feeling, um, when I'm feeling some type of way that's not positive or empowered. you know, I find myself going to that person to recycle. And what's crazy is that it's never fulfilling, right? You know, it's just like, what is it that I'm searching for? And I dug a little deeper. What is it that I'm searching for when I'm going to recycle with this person, right? I want to be held. I want something familiar. I want something safe. And I was able to narrow that down. I want to be held. I want something familiar. I want something safe. And with a recycled partner, that's those are usually the number three right you know that person they're not new you know their habits you know you know how everything works it's like ordering your usual cup of joe from Starbucks so those are the things that I figured out I'm looking for when I'm recycling but it's never enough so like I said it's like you know it's like drinking from a glass and still being thirsty or not being you know you know satisfied it's just not enough it's like you're eating you know imaginary food you're never going to get full and one way to combat that is to just stop and we don't realize it's it's very simple <laughs> it's very simple but not so easy to put into practice at any point you can just stop Open your hand, let go, let everything fall where it may. Because, and you know, he, my, my friend in San Francisco did make a good point. He was just like, you can just stop. If they reach out to you, uh, they could send you a fucking postcard for all I care. But if you're not responding, nothing's going to happen. Nothing can happen without your consent. And if it does, that's a crime, (laughs) you know I couldn't help but laugh because it's kind of funny you know he's like nobody can do anything without you allowing it and if they do it's considered a crime at that point so I mean take it from there so at any point you can just stop you can just stop and decide at any point I don't want to play anymore I don't want to play this game anymore I don't want to stay on these tracks any longer I want to divert my attention to something that is what I want. You know, go into the ice cream store and pick the flavor that you want and, you know, be happy with the flavor. I mean, it's not to say that at any point you can change your mind, right? You can change your mind. Now, you have to be prepared to accept the consequences of changing your mind because for every action, there's a reaction. Um, But... At any point, you can just let go and decide that that's not the path that you want to take anymore. And realize to say, hey, you know what? This doesn't work and it's fine. Go find somebody that it's going to work with because clearly we've tried this a couple times and it ain't working, baby. So you can decide at any point to let it go. If you feel like you want to talk to that person (laughs) to, you know, have your final thoughts with them. Um, you know, that's up to you, but you have to be firm in your beliefs and what you want and how you want to deal with things and face them head on and realize that, Hey, you know what? I know that my words may have not had the most weight and, you know, I have the most weight with you now, considering that we've been back and forth, but I've decided that this is not the path that I want to walk anymore. We've tried. It doesn't work. And we have to accept that it's okay that it doesn't work. And just go our separate ways. Maybe send me a fucking wedding invite when you get married. I don't know. But just realize that it's okay for it not to work out. And people, you have to realize that people, a lot of people are of the mentality, especially type A personalities, are of the mentality of, I don't want to lose. So they may not want you, they just don't want to feel like they're losing in the situation, and you can decide where you go from there like for me i don't I don't care losing i I make losing a sport, you know, I'm okay with losing, so if they if they want to make it seem like they're the ones that are cutting it off, hey, that's fine, yeah you' it's your idea, you don't want to see me, yeah, I get it, we don't work, I'm the crazy one, yeah, like it's okay, it's fine, like peace, you know i'll you know I'll, I'll cry a little bit if that makes you feel better, No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Um, but all I'm saying is that take control of your life and what it is you want, and realize that it's okay to pursue the things that you want. It's okay to embody feeling lonely and not going back to things to temporarily numb the pain. That you may be feeling. When you feel those feelings of loneliness, right? As a woman or as a man. When you feel those feelings of loneliness, try to transmute it into something positive for yourself. Work out. Go out to dinner. Take yourself out. Go to the spa. Do, do something that is going to allow you the comfort to face whatever you're going through. You know, sitting with yourself and realizing like, why am I feeling lonely? And I tell my friends that all the time. I tell my friend that all the time. My friend why? I tell her all the time. Talk to yourself. Not like a creepy way, right? But talk to yourself. Have that conversation with yourself. And, you know, ask yourself, why am I upset? I've looked at myself in the mirror. I'm like, why are you upset? Why are you lonely? Why are you doing this? Why are you on this path right now? And then I'll respond to myself like, okay, well, I'm on this path right now because, you know, I fear commitment. I I I uh, feel like I've always been wronged, but really it's been just me interpreting, misinterpreting situations and, you know, I have to get out of that victim mentality. Otherwise, I'm never going to, you know, embark on something healthy and strong. Right. So having those little conversations with yourself, asking yourself questions and then responding to those questions honestly, because it and you do this when nobody's around, like I do this a lot in my car or I do this when nobody's home. You know, I'll have these conversations. I'll ask myself questions and then I'll answer those questions honestly, because like, okay, what am I going to judge myself? I already fucking do that. You are in a position to counsel yourself. You are in a position to answer your own questions because you know yourself better than anybody else could possibly know you. So who's better qualified to answer the questions of your life other than yourself? Who's better qualified to answer those questions other than yourself? You are. You are qualified. (laughs) You have a PhD in your body, all right? You have the PhD of your body. And you can answer any of the questions that you have lingering in your mind. You have all the validation that you need within yourself. And it's a good practice, even if it's like one question a day. And it could be of something super simple Why am I feeling this way? What's going on? And give yourself the opportunity to answer that question. It could be loud, it helps me when I speak out loud, or it can be internal. But that is all for today. I'm cutting it off at 25 minutes. I hope everybody has a wonderful week. Again, I'm going to be posting a poll because I just want to see everybody's answers because I'm a nosy batch. I want to see how many of you think that you are able to be friends with people that you've had prolonged intimate contact with. Now, I'm not talking just like a one-night stand where both of you were drunk. I'm seeing like you guys were consistently seeing each other. Like, can you guys still be homies without the sex? All right, guys. I love you. Have a great week.